This is Tess from Sharing Kindness and this is the Sharing Kindness podcast. Today we're talking about the reasons behind why we should practice gratitude, affirmations and kindness and how you can create a good habit, a very quick and easy habit on bringing more and more thankfulness into your life. And also we're talking about why I started Sharing Kindness, all the raw emotions and feelings behind it. And I'm here with my co-host, Kyle. Say hi, Kyle. Hi, guys. It's an honor to be here, Tess. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kyle helped me with my first uh, launch of the very first advent calendar that I did. So it was just your skill set is honestly, it's on like... Well, you're too kind. I think for me, being able to, to help you with your digital marketing, like that's my background. I've worked in digital marketing for a long time and I've always wanted to work with brands and entrepreneurs like yourself who, who are really making a difference in the world. So when you reached out to me recently and asked me to potentially partner up, I was so excited to be a part of the journey because to be involved in any way for me just makes me feel really good. I know that this is something that the world needs. So it's, it's an amazing experience for me to see this manifest into reality. So I'm excited. You know, I think this year is going to be one of the biggest and best yet. And you've had a lot of big and very exciting milestones through launching the brand. So that's just my two cents. <laughs> I know, I know. And this is it. And this is this is where we're going to need you and everyone who is listening. We also need your help. We won't be able to do this without you either. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, this isn't really about us. This is about building a community, building a tribe around the Sharing Kindness brand, right? And getting other people who see the mission and see the vision of where this can go to make an impact on our communities. So from the founder here, what reason are we kind of starting this podcast in your mind? <laughs> oh, that's a big question. Okay. No, my number one thing is to be able to start real conversation, talk mm. about real things and letting everyone know that you're not alone. We'll have our own struggles in our own little or big ways. But at the end of the day, what we need to do is to come together talk about it connect and mm. tell ourselves that you you are good enough just the way you are but totally, yeah. yeah and this is where the podcast and and this whole thing is just we, we want to spread a message of you're not alone We're it's, in this it's together. amazing i definitely think the podcast is great for that because hopefully we can bring on guests you know early childhood educators psychologists people who are experts at, I don't know, parenting advice that will be able to embark on sharing the fact that like, we're not alone. Everybody's on their own journey and that nobody's perfect, right? Like we're all trying to figure this out. But if we're able to share kindness to ourselves, to our loved ones, like it just means that you're going to have such a better outlook on life. I really do think that, you know, from all of our conversations that we've had in the past about sharing kindness and the science behind gratitude and affirmations, how much of an impact it can make. Like, I just think that your story is such a great story to share because I know that so many people will look at it and go, I, I was there or I, I can relate to those feelings. I, I lost myself in motherhood as well. And I think that those are really impactful stories that just by sharing, people can go, I'm not alone. And that's really, I think a big part of the mission here, right? Is to tell people that, look, you're not alone if you're feeling these thoughts or you're thinking this way. Is that right? Or like, am I onto something there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100% because you're not alone. If there's one thing that I hope for you to take home with you from listening or watching this, this first episode of this podcast is that you're not alone. We're all in this together and we all have struggles, big, small or medium. And just being able to 
embark on a on a journey of self-discovery and being able to monitor the self-talk and adopt more gratitude into your life my mission's complete that's awesome tess what an inspirational start to the whole podcast to be honest so i know that a lot of people may know this already but let's say that people have come in here first time ever hearing or sharing kindness don't know who the wonderful tess is what was your story tess how did you get started on this about three years ago i honestly lost myself completely to motherhood i honestly didn't even know who i was anymore i didn't know what to do? Am I going to go back to work? Am I going to do this? I remember in the middle of the night, I just thought it was like, oh my God, I need to, I need to find out more about myself, I suppose. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever felt that way? I mean, (laughs) I'm not a mum, so I can't relate, but I I can totally (laughs) appreciate when you do become a parent, it's such a big milestone in your life. And I imagine that your life just becomes everything about your kids. And it would be so I'm sure there's so many people who can relate, who are and, listening to that. And that's it. You know? And this is it. And that's when you lose, I suppose you gain an identity, but you lose yeah. an identity as well. And that identity mm-hmm. is like me as that happy bubbly type of person and outgoing. And then now I was just stuck at home breastfeeding and like, yeah. oh my God, who am I? And I think throughout that process, I've just realized that to everyone on the outside, I would appear as a very confident and very outgoing and extrovert type of person. But like I was crumbling on the inside and I was thinking, like, who am I to teach my kids how to be confident or how to be resilient or be kind or be happy when I wasn't even feeling that myself. And I think that was the, that, that like, they were the conversations that night. Like, how do I teach my kids to be confident when I'm not confident and how do I I teach them in the ever, like the ever changing world of ours, like how do I teach them to be resilient and to cope Mm. with all of that and social media and all the rest of it. And this is when I then realized I had a bigger purpose than ever, ever before. And it was honestly to just set my children up, not having to rewire their brain. That has been a long process for myself to Mm. honestly just get through. And it's just this whole, We've got to create some new pathways through the brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's to be honest, I think that there's no challenge like parenthood. I think you overcome so much of your own trauma and life experiences. And I imagine that the feelings of imposter syndrome, like I, I feel imposter yeah. syndrome all the time. It's I'm such a human down. experience or, or characteristic that I, I think a lot of people face, but I couldn't imagine how the burden of trying to raise a human into the world and raise them well and teach them everything to have a good life, that yeah. would be incredibly daunting. You you could really feel lost in that, you know, and feel... And that's one of the reasons, like core reasons too, why I want to do all these things with sharing kindness because I just want want everyone to know that they're not alone. And I think the trait, the common trait that just keeps reappearing in my life, it's the perfectionism, the police are, the, that everything needs to be perfect and everything. It's like, oh, as long as everyone else are happy. And I think that's like, is that finding that fine balance? Because that kind of starts within. And if we can choose to be kind to ourselves initially, it's just yeah. going to feel so natural to to share that kindness with others. But 100%, if yeah. you start like what I did to just be kind to everyone else and neglect yourself, it's just going to be an, a, a never-ending kind of journey. I, I bet you there's so many people listening who could probably relate to that, where mm. mothers are such a powerful force in everyone's lives and they sacrifice so much for their family and their kids and almost put themselves last on the list of priorities, right? They're like, I need to look after my kids. I need to look after my partner. I need to make sure my family are yeah. provided for. And it's yeah, always I... at the bottom. It's always yeah. at the bottom. And all the, the thoughts going through my head. 
made me crumble inside. Like how, who am I? Who mm. am I to raise children? I'm not even confident myself. How am I supposed to raise my children to be confident, resilient and kind in this ever-changing world of ours? Mm. Well, Tess, I'm pretty sure that, that most people could probably relate to that story on some level. Parenthood's tough. And I think that most mothers will probably throw themselves into that huge challenge, which parenthood is, like, like you, and, and become the mum, to be honest. I think it's just that your realization that you weren't prioritizing your own needs first. You weren't putting the oxygen mask on yourself before you're trying to tend to everybody else. And, and so you, you realize that you don't want to pass it on to your kids. And what an impactful realization that you've made. The voice in your head often is the voice of your parents and how you were raised. So if you had parents who were still healing from their trauma, often that's passed on to you, right? And then you have this constant kind of voice in your head that's passing on that trauma. We've just got to be honest because we can't control, we cannot control what the world will tell our children. We cannot. It's just yeah. impossible. Yeah. But we can control what we tell them and we can control what they tell themselves. Mm. And I think that's the power of self-talk, you know, 100%. catching ourselves thinking, is it negative? Is it positive? Okay. Mm. Well, if it's negative, let's dig deeper and, and, and kind of go, oh, okay. And go, Hey, yeah. I can hear you, but do you know yeah. what? I choose not to listen to you today because yeah. I'm going to go on this path. But it's just a yeah. constant conversation with, with yourself. And I think that's what I want to achieve with, with sharing kindness as a whole is, you know, you start talking about that self-talk, mm. be kind to yourself and you'll be kind to others. It was kind of, I've had these thoughts about what to do. I knew I wanted to do something for myself because yeah. I knew I wanted to be that mum to be able to take my kids to school and pick them up mm -hmm. and be there for them. So yeah. I knew I couldn't go back into the corporate world and yeah, I just, I knew I couldn't do that, but it was in the middle of a very yeah, kind of heated conversation as husbands and wives do at times. We had an argument, uh, yes, relationships. <laughs> so anyway, we're having this conversation and I honestly thought that the two kids were in bed, but my four-year-old at the time, Sienna, she comes into a bedroom where we are having this conversation about, and she honestly just like crawls up into my knee and like she whispers really softly into my ear and it's like, when we're angry, our loving hearts comes down. And I was like, oh my God, like you're That's three years old. Yeah. And she's honestly, because, and there were these little affirmation cards that I had just made up like myself, like drawn some, you know, whatever. And she was, she repeated the affirmation to me and she'd even put it into context of where to abuse it. And at that time, yeah. I honestly, like, I need to embrace this more. I need to mm. just have them use different types of affirmations. And then that's when I then also felt like throughout that process, I was like, maybe this is it. Maybe I can help other families do this. So, so through your own journey of trying to figure out how to improve your own self-talk, you created affirmation cards that your daughter picked up and then... <laughs> Read or or you yeah, were or you like repeated or she made up yeah. Her, yeah. <laughs> how, how did those how did those affirmation cards come about? Um, I think well, I was using it myself. I was yeah. I had written so I started throughout my own kind of self discovery. I like oh my god, I've got so many notepads and <laughs> I just kept writing, 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 and it was just all of my own version of affirmations. Like they were mm. not just the one sentence kind of affirmation. I really went like deeper into it. it was like I am creative because I love to do this and I'm like whatever it might be. So then it was throughout that oh. I was like oh if this works on me maybe maybe 
maybe that will work on them. And at this, like four years ago when I started this, there were, I think I could find two other companies in the world that were doing affirmations. And now like there's so many, which is so good. There's Louise wow, Hay. Good. She's like the, I think the queen, the god of affirmations. Yeah. And she's just amazing. And she's been around for a long time. But yeah, yeah. the world's adopting it, I suppose. More and That's more and more. It sounds like that was kind of when you realized that you mm. wanted to right that you realize that you could actually share this Make with like, it's made an impact on your daughter yeah. and yeah, she's calling 100%. me out now in your yeah. life you're like oh my god this is, this is amazing <laughs> i'm so like like kids are amazing they absorb so much oh, don't they and god it's and crazy think, to think and, and it's the mirror and i think that's what i'm learning every single day it's just this whole mirror is like whatever mm-hmm. coming out in them is like yeah like when i feel disconnected to whether them or to myself uh, that's when they play up and it's like yeah. oh my god okay hang on a minute take one step back but yeah getting back to the affirmation cards i always wanted to create a brand which had characters because i know kids like i know how they play with their little toys and their little uh, barbies or whatever it is it's like yeah, always yeah. this kind of role play so i always had this vision that i wanted to create characters where where the kids could learn from and relate to and yeah so it became about them and not to, and I've got my friend who draws all the illustrations because I am a very creative mind, but yes, I'm not the <laughs> creative <Fair> drawer. <laughs> well, we all have our skills, right? Yeah. And this is where I just, I did, I started doing a lot of research and I just like the more and more I looked into the research because I'm a nurse as well. I'm an oncology nurse. So unless anything is like scientifically proven or whatever, I yeah. find it very hard to adopt. And yeah, and this is just where I found like, how you know, neuroplasticity and how we've got to you know the more we think a thought the same thought it just keeps going through a loop and it's just like we're just going to break that habit and it doesn't happen overnight but we just need to then create different more positive loops that, that you know don't have us relive all that negativity yeah. all the time being a nurse you you want to find ways to be more positive in your own self-talk and your own self-love because you found a need there right and you wanted to make sure that you're putting yourself first and well not even putting yourself first but just looking after yourself and and giving yourself that space and then how you shared that with your family and this is it well and and honestly from that nursing and the whole research-based point of view like if you ask a scientist they will kind of tell you each time we think we feel or we do something all the little brain cells and the neurons in our head they kind of form a little pathway and so every time that we think a thought and whether that is oh i'm not really good at writing emails or whatever it might be or i'm not really good at being a happy mum when my kids Mm. are really crying i mean i should really be doing that i should Mm. it goes on a loop and that loop just keeps feeding 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 and research has shown that also the stronger emotions that we have connected to these little loops the stronger of a habit it creates gotcha and put simply the only way that we can disconnect or kind of break that little loop of that pathway that keeps going back and forward is by doing something different Mm. and this is where affirmation comes in to begin with it feels so silly because you don't actually (laughs) kind of half believe it you kind of go oh i am such an amazing uh, person at uh, doing (laughs) whatever it might be but this is where you're just going to keep doing it because essentially your brain can't tell the difference between the truth or a lie but i mean the affirmations that we're telling aren't lies it's just that the things that we are currently thinking are things that we 
have essentially just formed as part of our belief systems that I'm not good at, you know, or. So what you're saying is like, there's basically pathways in our brain that over time from a young age, we've ingrained, right? And these might be positive or negative pathways. And if they are negative, it's a feedback loop where we just default to this negative self-thought based off the pathways in our brain. But thanks to science of neuroplasticity, (laughs) we're able to rewrite these pathways and we're able to do that through affirmation cards, which is probably one of many different ways to do it, but it is a proven method to kind of change those thoughts in your brain. So I imagine just like going to the gym, right? It's kind of like, (laughs) yeah, it is. And honestly, this is where it comes down to positivity. So, you know, self-talk, positive self-talk training, kindness training, like we're not born naturally just being kind like being kind to others or helping others or whatever it's a practice and the more you practice it the better you get it it's the same thing with self-talk it's the same thing with thankfulness gratitude Mm -hmm. you know like it really is like it's the more the more you practice and train that muscle the stronger it's going to get and the easier it's going to get to Uh deal with all the ever-changing things in the world Amazing. And just like going to the gym, I imagine the first time it's going to feel super awkward, right? You're like, how do I do this machine? And what weight should I grab? Are people looking at me? I feel silly. But it's just practice, isn't it? You keep going, you keep going. And then you're, let's say, a couple months in or a couple weeks in and you realize, oh, it's actually, you know, it's become a habit. This is something that, I, that I'm doing. And then you start noticing results. You're going, oh, wow, I'm stronger or I'm not puffed when I'm going up the stairs or whatever it is. You start noticing those little improvements. And so it becomes kind of a positive feedback loop where you're like, I want to keep going to the gym. I want to keep yeah. exercising because yeah. I can see it's working. I imagine it's the same with this, right? 100%. And it's connecting the feelings to it because that is mm-hmm. like, there's this stronger of a positive association. It's like, it's even proven in sport. It's like, if you keep trying to hit a tennis ball over the thing, you're a professional player. And every time you miss, you have a stronger reaction to them missing versus if you have a positive association of feeling attached to the, oh my God, I got that one right. It's about just shifting that focus on going from negative associations to positive, but you have to connect the feeling to it. And then keeping the habit because I'm very, and I think this is my perfectionism and all this, you kind of always want to get it right the first place. Like, so you kind of, oh my God, well, I've done my affirmations today and now. <laughs> Whereas, but oh, you've got to keep, yeah, no. And then the minute you're up on that height and then you kind of go, oh, I'm feeling amazing. And then you stop doing all the things that made you feel amazing. And then mm. you Oh, I better start doing that again. (laughs) Yeah, totally. totally. I know that this is where where we kind of really bonded over. It's like, I've been on my journey through learning about positive psychology and I've struggled with depression my whole life. I've, you know, Mm -hmm. since since a young teenager, I felt very nihilistic. I felt like nothing mattered a lot of the time Mm -hmm. and that no matter what I did in my life, I was just a tiny little fleck of dust in, in the grand scheme of things. And I think that that's a thought that I've struggled with. And I found out about positive psychology and that kind of shifted a lot of things for me because I found out that through actual daily practice, this is like scientifically proven, you could yeah. change your perspective. And all this is, is perspective. It really is. You could focus on the negative side of life because there's plenty for us to focus on, right? There's constant disasters. There's all these things going on in the world that you can feel awful about. Or you can <laughs> choose to focus on the TV on. <laughs> Oh my God, let's not even start on the news. Eh? Like, yeah, it's either you can focus on all these things that uh, are, are, are out there. We're not denying that there's not bad things in the world or that there's not things to feel bad about. But it's a choice that you make through conscious decision 
to focus on things you're grateful for, things that you're thankful for, things that are good in your life. And that starts changing the muscle that you have yeah. that's strong, right? And it is like going to the gym. You need to exercise. You, need you, need to do, you, you have to make that choice. You have to practice mm -hmm. daily affirmations and gratitude training and meditation and exercise to make sure that you feel good. If you don't feel good, it's, it's a downward spiral and you can go down that path of what's the point, you know, and <laughs> everything's falling apart and the world's terrible, but there's so much to live for. There's so much to be thankful for. And it's a choice that you need to make in your life. I don't know. That's, that's my two cents. Yeah, and this is it. Yeah. And getting back to that teenage, like, and I was the same. I was, like, I remember I had like, and no one believes me when I say, and I burnt all the photos from that period of my life. Like, <laughs> I was, like, I, all I wore was just black clothes, black oh makeup and white, yep. like honestly. And it was like, and that, and that's been my underlying kind of, Wow. fear I suppose it's like oh yeah. my god like if my kids are going to go through and I mean to some degree they probably are I mean yeah. hormones and all the rest of it but I need to set them up with some sort of default kind of behavior I suppose or thought processes so that yeah. if they get to that stage that they still have that sense of hope I suppose yeah. oh and and that they this whole growth mindset thing is like that they know that like at least if I practice, it's a practice. It's nothing that I was born with and not born with. It's a practice. Okay. So if I do a little bit more practice of that, then, you know, perhaps I don't have to feel like this. So it's like that getting away from that hopelessness that I'm mm. sure that you experienced yourself. It's like, it was yeah. like this hopeless. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I think, I think this is amazing Tess, because at the end of the day, you've come across this in your own journey, trying to figure out how you can just try to improve yourself, realizing that it's, it's a growth mentality. Nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. We're all flawed humans and we're trying to do our best in this world. And one of the best ways that we can be our best selves, that's a lot of bests. <laughs> no, the way that we can be our best selves is, is through gratitude practice. And, and I think being able to then pass that on to your kids and pass it on being like, look, you know, you're going to go through struggles in life. There's going to be things that knock you down and, and there's going to be things that you want to change. There's going to be things that come up. The best way to deal with those things is to remember that you, you can get you're through this. You're in control. Yes. You're, you're in control. control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're in control. And Your mind's not in control of you. And I think that's, I feel like I've lived all my life, my life thinking that my mind is in control of me, whereas it's so not the case. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And I think that that fixed mentality, growth mentality is what a lot of people struggle yeah. with. You're either on this side or that side. And I think we can see people on that side in our lives, you know, the, the people who everything's happening to them and they're a victim in their universe. Like, it's like, oh, my boss is such a yeah. bad person, always putting so much pressure yeah. on me. My kids don't <laughs> listen to me. My husband always ignoring me. You know, all these things are happening to me. And like, there's no accountability there. None of this is my fault. And then there's other people who are on that growth trajectory being like, look, these things are happening, but I love my kids. And what can I do to, to, to get yeah. closer with my kids? My boss, you know, maybe he's going through some stuff in his life and just needs that extra support from me. And I know it's not personal. I know it's not my fault, but yeah. what can I do to make that better? My partner, obviously very busy with his life and maybe we just need to connect more. We need to talk more. What can I do to make that better? And that's kind of the, the growth mentality, full accountability in your life, realizing that everything is is on you and that yeah. can sound like a burden but it's also very empowering and very freeing yeah. i think because it gets back to that thing is like well you know i'll make that choice yeah and and it's the same and and i think it's something that i've 
really learned throughout this process is forgiveness or like yeah, apologizing. Wow. I don't think I've ever really been good at apologizing. Like, Not <laughs> <I'm even>. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, now, but now I like, if my kids and I, if we have a big disconnect and if we're arguing or whatever, something happened and they storm off or whatever, I honestly now have started going into that, that conversation, like the after the aftermaths of that conversation with, First of all, I would just like to say I'm sorry for the way that I reacted. That wasn't really a, a good way of expressing my feelings about it. However, the point is, it's like actually starting a conversation when you've argued with uh, I am sorry for something. Yeah. Completely different output. That's like amazing. Completely. Yeah. And, and the result of a conversation like that, because then, yeah. But anyway, that's a different. Uh, that's well, I, lo I love all of this. <laughs> it's really cool that to hear your story and hear what you've gone through in inspiring you to create sharing kindness is really it's really aspirational i think for a lot of people listening myself included what what was your first kind of product with sharing kindness what what was the thing that you know you obviously came up with the, the concept the how did you mm -hmm. get this out there the box of confidence <laughs> right. the box of confidence was my very first thing and it all came from me not having confidence so it honestly is like and back again to like how do I teach my kids to be confident resilient and kind to themselves mm. and others if yeah. I don't feel confident myself so it kind of like just that's where it all starts so yeah it's just a beautiful box of affirmation cards and they're all kind of designed purposely hand-drawn based on the, the four characters that they then can then kind of relate to and learn from and there's little yeah, and they've got their own struggles and magical powers and yeah oh, it's absolutely beautiful anybody who's listening if you haven't seen the box of confidence from kindness it's <laughs> adorable beautiful. and you know all the details and and efforts that you put in like the small things it's so yeah. uh, amazing you know you've got these great characters amazing message and the science behind it as well i think is ev everything is in there that you need to help your kids yeah you know be, and be empowered and, yeah yeah and yourself yeah honestly I, I need these cards more than anyone else yeah. <laughs> i need positive affirmations more i think we all do though that's that's isn't it like i think sometimes we often learn by teaching so by teaching your kids something you're going to learn something too throughout that process no doubt so i think that the box of confidence is so that was your first product and, and was, it's such yeah. an impactful one so you launched that how did it go? What were some of the, the key highlights, I guess, of when you launched the Sharing Kindness brand? Uh, the key highlights was that I could uh, honestly, well, well, honestly, I think the key highlight was just the fact to launch something because there was this whole imposter syndrome and I just like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. Like, And then I kept redoing, redoing it and, oh, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. And then I was like, oh, actually, one of the cards is I am good enough. <laughs> I was like, that's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> so the biggest that, accomplishment. That must have been quite a journey. Yeah, and this is what I mean. Like the biggest accomplishment of launching that box of confidence was the fact that I'm good enough. And it was honestly the feeling of putting my work out there to be judged. Because yeah. ultimately, and it's so much easier to judge online and all this but yeah everyone loved it i think when i first launched it there was that social media influencer that got behind it and uh, honestly within two hours like so from two hours of launching i had this social media influencer get behind it and i sold 444 boxes of wow. confidence in 48 wow. hours and i was like four, wow. four, eight. i was like oh that's a sign <laughs> that's such yeah. an amazing 
like to go from like at a concept that you are using yourself, seeing the impact on your family and on your kids to then having the bravery to kind of put it out there in the world and create a product that you think could be impactful for others, you know, their kids and their families as well to see that pay off. Wow. That would have been quite a journey. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah. Which then led into other ones. And cause this is was like, that's, that's very self-reflective and very me, me. And then I just wanted to also do something that reflects both in and out, but a little bit more kindness as well, which I then reinvented the chocolate oven calendar. I said, ditch the chocolates (laughs) and spread kindness instead. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. For me, I think that Christmas and a lot of the holidays have kind Mm -hmm. of been like taken away from what they're supposed to be about, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, sharing kindness, looking after our family and our loved ones, being together, Connecting. connecting. Yeah. And, you know, after the, the success of launching those cards, you then released the Sharing Kindness Advent Calendar, which people can order now for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah, exciting. Pre-order. Yeah, exactly. That's really exciting. But yes, it's essentially every day leading up to Christmas instead of a chocolate piece. And believe me, I do live by this. <laughs> <laughs> I do not give my kids chocolate advent calendars, even though we go into freaking Woolies and God knows where we are. <laughs> Can we have a chocolate advent calendar as well? <laughs> yeah. No, you cannot. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, so it's just the random acts of kindnesses every day leading up to Christmas with reusable stickers. And then on the back, there's some beautiful affirmations that they get to scratch scratch forward to um to, to see the hidden message behind it's a bit hard to explain in words but yeah it's just an <laughs> well, absolutely yes yeah, stunning way of just counting down the days to christmas instead of just mm. feeding your kids chocolate peas every day even before breakfast yeah yeah i think so that's a, meaningful. an amazing like family experience you can do with kids kids are probably all ages like what 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 feedback have you gotten from customers in terms of like you know, the, the different, uh, yeah, I guess what, what are customers yeah, saying just, about the advent calendar? Yeah, honestly, the number one thing, like the bestest thing I ever got is that like someone sent me an email and they're like, Tess, it's March and my kid's still playing with her advent calendar. <laughs> like you will not believe it. Uh-huh. And it's just, and I think it's just a connection. I think it's yeah. the the connection and the real conversations that it has and just the, and then just a pure feeling of, because we don't forget about like when we're kind to others, it has a threefold effect. So yeah. So kindness has a threefold effect. So don't forget about that because when you share kindness with others, it makes them feel really good. Yeah. Mm. But it also makes you feel really good. And I think this is the brilliant thing about this advent calendar is like when we're doing all these kind things for others, it makes you feel so freaking good on the inside. But it also, and the third thing is like anyone watching a random act of kindness being performed also has endorphins released in their bodies. Like it's scientifically proven again, which is like this threefold. So honestly, if everyone in the whole world would just set out and do one kind thing each day, and then there's one other person who watches, yeah, oh my God, like the ripple effects are just enormous. Totally. Yeah. I, I love the advent calendar. I think that it has such a, an amazing, like we talked about the, the gratitude challenge, which I'm sure we'll focus on, you know, in the future together, but you know, having that as a thing that you can do together as a family is, is so impactful and being able to do acts of kindness as well around Christmas. I think that's really like what Christmas should be all about. And it's very magical. So it's a really amazing product. And right now we're recording this in August. So there's still plenty of time for this in September to, uh, to, to go out and order a calendar and give it, give it a go, because I think it, it is such a, an amazing way to celebrate Christmas with your, with your kids. So yeah, it's an amazing product. 
So, so now we're flash forward to 2022. You've launched the Box of Confidence, launched the, the Advent calendars as well. So where, what's the vision for sharing kindness going forward? The vision now is to really make this into a, or like to make kindness and gratitude and positive affirmations into a daily habit. Yeah. And, and I think this is where, you know, it's not just for Christmas. It's not just for, you know, it's not just positive affirmations. It's the whole, it's a, mm. it's a whole combined, like practicing thankfulness and practicing positive with positive affirmations and spreading this to others or yeah. spreading this with others is honestly, yeah, it's the way. So, so I just want to, I want to, I want to create something easy, something mm. that doesn't take up a lot of time that just is very accessible, I suppose, for people around the whole world to gain the, the benefits from. Awesome. Yeah, and, so and I, I want to create that's... something online. Like I want to create some like an online game or an... yeah. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's really cool, Tess. I think this is why we're working together, right? Like I know we've had many a long conversations around the positive impact that this could make on not just families and young kids, but but anyone who really the is world. in the process. Mm. And I think the world needs this, especially now. There's so much people who are feeling isolated and alone and. Mm nervous and, and scared about the future now i think we we need people to share kindness and i'm very much into the i think this is throughout my whole uh, process of my brain as well i'm very much into the how to but how to yeah well mm. can someone just give me a little list a checklist of just tell me how to do it and i'll follow the list and it will be all good and that is my 100%. perfectionism yep. blah 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 yeah but what yep. i realize is that there is no how to <laughs> i mean there is there is to some degree as well of course because there's the you know you've got to actually start practicing to be able to learn somewhat but that practice generally also starts with just being curious and being curious about yourself and what is going on and 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 then just reflect that out to what am i what am i thankful for at the moment and mm. sometimes it's harder than other times to really dig deep into that into that space but yeah no, totally. and totally. and honestly no, I, think, I think that's yeah, re that's really real impactful i think it's really like you're trying to establish a good framework on how to live a good, healthy, and rewarding life where you're not being too critical on yourself and you're not being so judgmental and not having to tick all the boxes. It's more about making sure that you're raising resilient and, and empathetic children. And through that process, you need to practice what you preach you need to to live that show not just... and this is it yeah it's about showing the way <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah preaching the way like you should be more thankful and why i mean prime example we just had a birthday party just the other day and obviously it's hard watching as a younger and older sister it's hard to watch the other person get receive gifts and mm -hmm. And, and it was honestly this like, well why, well, why can't I be more, more thankful for, you know, why am I feeling so jealous? It's like, that's okay. And it's like, wow. give yourself permission. It's okay to feel that way. But you know what? It's a practice. We're not just born with feeling thankful every time someone else gets a gift or feeling so thankful true. that, you know, I was born blonde and not brunette, whatever it might be. Yeah. But it's a practice. And I think that's 100. It goes back to that growth mindset thing again. It's just this whole the more you practice, 
the the yeah and it's it's not a it's not a big practice either and i think that's the difference like gratitude no. doesn't take up it's not like going to the gym in that aspect that you've got to spend 45 minutes there and you've got to drive <laughs> there and get off, dressed yeah. and you've got to, <laughs> you know that's a big that's a big thing like a two minutes yeah. like honestly and this is what like research shows like two minutes a day for 21 days and you are already on the way and on a very good path to having created like a positive habit mm. That's awesome. And I think, you know, just going back to the birthday example with your daughter and your eldest being, I guess, a bit jealous or a bit like feeling emotions that she's like, why am I not feeling grateful right now? It's like, you don't want to shame that because that's human nature. We're all going to feel moments where we don't feel happy or thankful or grateful. We're going to feel sad. We're going to feel jealous. We're going to feel upset, angry, but it's being able to take a step back, see ourselves reacting with that emotion and going, okay, this, this is, something that I can react to, right? It's not, I'm not shaming myself for feeling these things, but being at least mindful enough to recognize that you're feeling that way, allow it to happen, and then not let it control your actions, right? You're not going to go up and steal your younger sister's toys and, and, and kick over her castle. I don't know what kids do. <laughs> <laughs> no, and this is it. No, and it's just the awareness. And I think that's where it all starts. Yeah. It's this self-talk and it's about yeah. catching yourself. And it's just about being aware and then going and choosing and control and yeah, mm. which then takes we takes us into this little game that we ban perhaps because you, I think you need to make it fun too. Yeah, and I totally. think this is the thing. Yeah. I think affirmations, I love affirmations and they're, you know, this whole mindful way and it's just like kind of calm, like meditation, mm. but you want things to be fun because play is totally, very totally. important part of your life as well. I definitely agree. I think that with this podcast, we're going to talk about so much. Uh, we've got so many exciting announcements coming up this year with new products. With I, I can't wait to talk about the science behind all of this in more depth and talk about studies and where, where parents or interested parties can go to find out more. And I'm really excited to be on this journey with you, Tess, just to be your co-host and help you in reaching more of an audience. I think I think a podcast is fantastic for being able to just keep that consistency, talking to your audience and connecting and having real conversations. So I think this is the start of something really special. And I just wanted to say thank you for letting me be on this journey with you. I think it's, it's really humbling and I'm excited to see where this goes. No, I'm, I'm thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh. As, as the experts say, you should say, just say three times. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you then. <laughs> so just to sum up, where can people go to find out more information, to follow you online? And what are some things that you think that they should be doing going forward? SharingKindness.com, easiest way. Obviously, also got Instagram, SharingKindness, or Sharing underscore kindness underscore. And yeah, if you could just one little thing that you're thankful for, or even maybe even make it better, maybe one thing that you're very thankful for someone else, send them a text, send them a message, send them a little video, just telling them that you are thankful for them because dot, dot, mm. dot, dot, dot. I love that. I kid you not, really like cool. it, yeah, it's Pass massive. It like, mm, that's awesome. Comes back tenfold. Well, Tess, I think that we've covered off so much today, and I really appreciate you jumping on to the podcast and just kicking this off with such gusto. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, can you please subscribe to us or follow us on YouTube? It would honestly mean the absolute world to us. And if you would like to leave a comment or a review, please do so. If you would like to back our Kickstarter campaign, you can do so on Kickstarter. 
type in sharing kindness and it will come up or go to our website sharingkindness.com stay tuned and thank you so much for all your support we will see you in the next episode thank you